0: Welcome to your one stop shop for some of the best dirt track racing coverage in the Carolinas and beyond. We feature the SCDRA, the Carolina Sprint Tour, the Carolina Clash, and the Ultimate Super Late models. Hear from some of the best personalities in dirt track racing. This is Doomwich on Dirt. hope you guys enjoyed the interview with McClain. It was just awesome to learn more about his his story and how he's felt about his twenty twenty three season so far. And you'll be able to him see today's guest on the Front Wheel Drive Friday Hotline is the winner of both Carolina Sprint Tour events this past weekend at Travelers Rest Speedway on Friday and at Harris Speedway on Saturday. He is also the current points leader in the Carolina Sprint Tour heading into their last race of the season at Sumter Speedway on October twenty first. Jake McClain, how you doing?
1: Doing good. How are you
0: doing? I'm doing awesome. Uh, well, let's just get into the big weekend that was. It was a big doubleheader for the Carolina Sprint Tour. You guys went both these tracks for the second time this year, I believe. You guys were at Traveler's Rest and pick up the win there on Friday, and then winning at Harris on Saturday. Uh, was the car just fast? Uh, how was the whole weekend for you in general?
1: Yeah, it was just a good weekend. Um, my brother, Brandon, he, uh, he busted his butt in the shop putting his engine in and uh him and dad just put a lot of work into making sure the car got to the track and then um once we got there um tony Graham's, chad hatcher everybody just kind of jumped on it and I felt like we had speed right off the bat i didn't think we would be able to pull both winds off but i knew we'd be be pretty fast especially with with brandon's engine Yeah,
0: Uh, I know uh, I've seen Brandon around run sometimes in the Carolina Sprint Tour. You guys just kind of work together to get both cars out there, or like what's his deal with? um, I I know you're in the main car, you're in the points deal, but I know he's able to run sometimes. Like uh, how does that work with the whole family, a part of the team?
1: Uh, I mean, it it gets tough a little bit, but um, Brandon pretty much said he was done with the season. And, um, I went to Lakeview and I flipped and I just felt like my engine wasn't up to par after the flip. And so we, uh, we decided to just put his engine in and, and, um, I knew it was a powerhouse and I think it showed, I think it showed up this weekend.
0: (laughs) Definitely. It seemed like it was. Is there anything that stands out to you and those two races between TR and Harris that, uh, were like cool moments? Did you like qualify good or have any uh, any good heat race moments or anything from the
1: weekend you remember well we just had good pulls um you know just for the lineups and stuff and the passing points it just seemed like everything played in our in our favor pretty much and um you know car count was a little low friday night and yeah. it was a little bit better saturday night but you know just it just everything just kind of played in with our scenario and and um we we learned to track pretty quick into our favor and knew what to do with the car and and it was just you know, it's just pretty much a perfect weekend for sprint car racing in
0: the Carolinas really. Yeah, and we need more of it. Uh, I, yes, I'm glad really. <laughs> I'm glad we have the Carolina Sprint Tour around and I just hope it's able to grow more in the future and the car counts just get more more and more and more people from up north in the areas where there are a lot of big time sprint car racing, even in with three oh five so their series up there. I like to see those guys come down more. Uh so Sean and everybody with the series could offer yeah. more money to be able to have those guys coming down and stuff like that. But it's, it's just a tough business.
1: Yeah, I mean Sean Bernal, he's just he's really just doing a great job with the series and um we have a Andy Andy Stamp. he's doing a good yeah, yeah, him and I, we 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 have a love hate relationship. <laughs> but um, he's doing a good job officiating. I just think the whole series is doing good. Um, even on the 360 side with the USCS, I I think they're doing a good job. So you know, there we we just have a lot of good things right now in place for sprint car racing in the Carolinas right now.
0: I do too, and I'm. I would like to see I, I don't know the history behind it. But I would like to see if Carolina Sprintor be able to get a part of the short track world championship at Charlotte. I'm not too sure yeah, if they've that, done that. In
1: the past. Yeah, that, that that would be a nice deal. We did that a couple of years ago with the 360s and um it it, it was fun. Um I, I just don't know if it'll happen.
0: But you, know, you never know. Yeah. Craziest things have happened at this point. I mean, North Wilkesboro is a track again, and somehow Pennsboro is getting built back up in uh, West Virginia. Hopefully they get that project completed. I know there's been some drama with it. I don't know how much you pay attention, but I know – uh, I remember I know they're having 410s up there next year at that Pensboro track. If I I believe they have 305s, but if they have 305s or 360s uh next year up at Pensboro Speedway is there a chance we can get you up there to a crazy track like that.
1: Uh, I mean, every once in a while we venture up north. Um you know, we we've been Pennsylvania, Ohio, um I I don't know, just <laughs> That's something we'd have to look at down the road. I, I don't know exactly what we're going to do next year, but you know, this we just kind of plan for the next race.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's all you have to do. Especially how expensive everything is these days. You you could plan to do something a year down the road, and then you get a month out, and you're like, I can't do this. <laughs> like yeah. that's even happened yeah. to me. <laughs>
1: Well, one of, one of the fun things this year was, you know, the, the Carolina Sprint Tour, they ventured off and um, we went off to Tennessee where uh, my buddy George, he won the $2,000 mm-hmm. race, but also we, um, you know, we went to I think Tri-County over in Western North Carolina. Then we went down to Dakota it was nice branching out and just trying different stuff. And hopefully if we can, not only just build sport around here, but help like the expanding areas like around Knoxville around Atlanta. So
0: I would like that too. I think there's plenty of room to keep growing it even though it, it is under the banner of Carolina sprint tour. I feel like um just you can be in that surrounding areas. There's plenty of series and places that are named after one thing and they kind of just branch out into that entire region. And Carolina Sprint Tour has a good fan base. They have a good centralized car count of guys that are showing up every week, running for points, and just going out there and having a good time with a wing on top. And yeah. uh, there's plenty of other options I, I can go to. I
1: feel, I feel like a lot of our drivers have, have gotten a lot better. Um, you know, Brianna, she's she's – Mm-hmm. pretty badass right now um george he's he's really come on strong um john the 20 20 car our uh, ben McCall yep yeah, Ben, i feel like they, I, I feel like they've all gotten um a lot better you know and i think running different tracks can help you be a better race car driver so it's, it's good to see like everybody just being really Really good and really respectful with other people's equipment.
0: I do too, and I feel like everybody in that series that's around each other a good bit of time, a couple weekends, a month throughout most of the year, start building pretty good relationships with each other. Like, yeah, you guys are gonna have scuffles off on—I mean, not off track, on track uh, here and there, but that's just part of it. Families have those types of fights sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, when when you race against these people, you know, I, I don't know. We were on what 16 17 races something like that and and one thing I didn't notice is when somebody had a scuffle on the racetrack everybody kind of jumped in and just held them out just to get the car back on the track
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think I think that goes a long way with you know with what a shoe sure does.
0: I think that's a big thing in sprint car racing in general. What of what I've seen, you you might have see that a little different. But even like let's say you're watching a World Outlaw race, or you're there in person, and let's say I'm just gonna Sheldon Hoden, Sheldon flips. You're gonna see some of the guys from the Big Game crew and uh, Schatz's crew, Tony Stewart Racing guys. Everybody else is gonna be helping trying to get that car back out there, especially if it's in a critical situation. I feel like that just um, shows you part of the community and family just around the sprint car racing in general.
1: Yeah, and hopefully, I'm, hopefully, it's a lot in the dirt track community, but I see it a lot in the sprint car side where um, you know we all just try to take care of each other. We might cuss each other after the race, mm-hmm. but um, you know, just you you want to have as many cars on the track, and and you want to put on the best show you can because. You know, these these fans are paying paying pretty good prices right now to come see this race. So, mm-hmm. you know, the more cars you have, the better it is.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you there. It's like, if, let's say you're like an outside driver. It's like, okay, I'm considering coming a couple hours away for to go see this series race, or I'm gonna go race with this series. Um, and you look into some of their recent events, and he was just having a bunch of fights and stuff like that, and it just seems yeah. like it's a rough place to be around that kind of makes you reconsider. Sometimes I feel like. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: It has a like I said, best thing is Sean. He runs a good crew. Andy, he runs a type ship. And mm-hmm. um, we we all disagree for the most part. But at the end, uh we all still get paid so that's pretty
0: good <laughs> there's uh, there's some of the series and some
1: tracks and stuff you've seen in the past i haven't
0: done that part of it <laughs> yeah 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 any yeah. night i can leave with money i'm happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah anything to get back all the money you spent getting there getting the car there having the car ready tires all that stuff it, it adds up it really does yeah, uh, yeah that's right yeah but uh th- this past weekend i believe it was tr on friday you took a top of the spot for the most wins in the Carolina Sprint Tour at 20. Now it's at 21. Uh, What does that mean to you at this point? I know you've been kind of uh, flipping it back and forth over the last year or so, but how does it feel to be at top of the wins list right now?
1: Uh, It it feels good. Um, I have watched it go back and forth. Um, Jeff Oliver has been pretty tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a – he he's been tough on me, and uh, there were a few other drivers in there I thought thought I would get up there quicker. And uh, but Jeff uh, just kept me honest. Yeah, I
0: I remember keeping up uh, like late last year, and I think it was like sometime in the spring this year. You guys were just flipping it back and forth, like won't have seventeen, won't have eighteen, won't have seventeen, won't have nineteen. It was just going back and forth, just building up to now. Now you got that spot by one or uh, by two at this point. And uh, heading into this – or next weekend at Sumter, it was uh, not originally supposed to be the finale. It was supposed to be back in August. I was there for that in the monsoon, drinking beer in the rain. whole right. <laughs> I feel like the whole summer was like that for you guys.
1: Yeah.
0: But – uh, you guys are going into championship race it's gonna be like a Halloween type event at Sumter you guys a lot of people are gonna be giving out candy kids are gonna be in their costumes and stuff a little bit early for Halloween but you're going into the championship race with the points lead uh how do you feel about Sumter Speedway and uh what are you looking forward to that night
1: um in general Sumter is a okay track for me um I've never won there I don't think I have but um you know I just just gonna go in there and just just be how i am just kind of just take my time and see which way the cards go um i know brianna she's she's gonna probably be set on kill but um you know she's a tough driver and just gotta play my cards right it is it still takes a lot of luck
0: yeah and i i'm not saying i don't want you to win i'm i'm fair game for everybody i like everybody but uh <laughs> yeah. i did see i did see her dad post that there was a chance that they were going to mississippi and florida to run the 360. Oh, i, well, I wasn't well, too I'm, sure I, if
1: you saw that i know you're on uh, social media uh, so <laughs> yeah i don't do social media but uh i mean you know let, let them go down there i think i think it's good that she gets to run different tracks and with, with bigger engines, um, I was in that position, you know, years and years ago. So, I mean, all sh- all you can do is learn, and you know, I'd like to see them at Sumter, but you know, yeah. <laughs> their deal is different than my deal. So, but no, nah, if if they go down there, I wish them the best of luck, and um. Hell,
0: I just I just want a good race either way. It doesn't matter who's there. I just want to see some good cars on track because we got that taken from us. We didn't get to see racing that night like a month and a half ago at Central. We just got to see the redneck kids run into the big puddle of mud, pretty much. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I wish they would have done called the race by then, but but, you know they had to sell hamburgers and hot dogs. At Sounder, I
0: feel like there's
1: they try to make make it it work. Yeah, at Sounder. At, at the beginning of my career, I didn't like the track, and and now I do like the track. I I think anytime I go back to the track, and they've made it better,
0: With I'm all lights. for that.
1: Yeah. And um, you know, there's a lot of our drivers that run really good at, at Sumter. so I mean, there's there's four or five guys that could that could win there. So, you know, I hope it I hope it happens.
0: Yeah, I I just I'm just like I said, I'm just hoping for a good race. I remember back in August, uh, Sean was riding his dirt bike up off of the uh, out of the groove and one and two going back to the pits, and he kept just uh, just sloshing all over the place and the and like the wet stuff. I don't know why. That, I just reminded of that he was wearing them shorts. He was wearing them shorts with his brain boost. He was just looking goofy.
1: But yeah, that, that sounds about right.
0: Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that that night ended up just turning up to like me, me, Sean, Ben, Andy, and a couple other people just standing around drinking beer for like an hour or so before they decided to yeah, yeah. Up head home. And Sumter is actually close to Me, I'm down in Columbia, so. That oh, okay. wasn't that bad. That wasn't that. Sorry bad. about yeah. that. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah, trust <laughs> me, I understand. <laughs> These, uh, no, like, all it. the
1: guys, all the guys you were hanging out with that night. They were, that's a good group of guys. Yeah. yeah, as long as Andy didn't bring the moonshine.
0: So. Oh no, they, they were t- they are talking about it, but they didn't break it out. Thankfully, I would have <laughs> I would have had to sleep in the mud pit of Sumter that night. But that's <laughs> right. Uh, you you were mentioning earlier how you were uh, kind of not not directly like how brianna's situation is how she's progressing quickly through the different uh motors with sprint cars and just moving up and trying different tracks and stuff uh how does sprint car racing really come into your life and like kind of give me a little bit of your story of how you like came up and ended up running
1: 305s well um my father raced and my grandfather raced and Then, of course, my brother raced, and then I just kind of got into it, and um, I I actually started out with the 360s, and um, we just chased Pete around the southeast, and and I learned a lot from different tracks, and um, I think when I stepped back to the 305, I didn't step back, but, you know, know came to the 305 deal, they gave me a lot of experience with having to run these tracks that, you know, I did with 360s and, you know, every, everything's about laps and how many laps you can put on you. And I think that kind of gave me an advantage when I went to 305 race. And, and, um, and just over the years, um, all the tracks, they pretty much stayed the same. They run the same way in the Southeast. Mm-hmm. And it's... No matter where, whether you're running three hundred five or three sixty, you just want to run them as hard as you can.
0: Yeah, I understand that. Uh, what besides like the motor, like how does the difference between a three sixty and a three hundred five feel aerodynamically, like with the wings?
1: Well, uh, on, on the bigger tracks, of course, you got more downforce, but you know you got you got more RPM to the engine and and. Then it, it, it's a little bit different, but the way our tracks go, usually in the southeast, you know, you, you're you going to have to lift a little bit, so it comes back to your shock package and stuff, but in in general, when you're at high speed, they all feel the same, I guess. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really notice it, I guess. I, yeah, I was just curious
0: just a, about that. The,
1: the, yeah, the 360 gets you there a little bit quicker. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: But is there a track that you've ran a three, uh, like just can you just name me a track that you've ran a three hundred and sixty and a three hundred and five at? Uh, both uh, both Cher-
1: Cherokee Speedway and Carolina Speedway.
0: If you can kind of give me like a ballpark estimate, what do you, th- uh, what's like the difference between lap times? It, it just, uh, just ran a ball. Uh, yeah. I would have to, uh, I would have to look that up. I know that's hard to, <laughs> hard
1: to call. Yeah, that. That's something I couldn't answer.
0: Um, uh, yeah. Uh, reason why I was asking three, three, that. three sixty is going to be a
1: little bit quicker.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit. I I feel you there, but because yeah. like, <laughs> I was I was talking to a late model guy call, uh, a couple months ago on the show. It was uh, John Ruggiero, and I asked him uh, what he felt like the speed difference was between like a 602 a 604 and like a 525 and he was telling me it's about two to three tenths with up the power in each motor uh, eventually all the way up to a super and i was just wondering if, uh what those time differences were usually between like a 305 to 360 to a 410. but oh, I, yeah, I understand but that's kind of hard to
1: ballpark <laughs> and it can be different yeah, in all types of tracks Ask Eric Riggins what he oh, okay. thinks about 360 and a 410. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Because he, he, he's done that at Cherokee Speedway. so He, might, he ran, he he might ran the 410
0: a there when they had the Prelude about two years ago? Yeah, yeah. So he'd, he'd be a better one to ask that. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about them bringing back the Prelude with the Sprint cars? For
1: uh, I'm for it. I'm for it. Um, you know, anytime you can get Sprint cars down there, it, it's a good thing. <laughs> are they gonna let you run out there with
0: 305
1: nah i wouldn't <laughs> go out there um what about my 360. uh yeah i'm still good on that uh, um I'll, I'll probably be at ocean beach when they do oh, that God. never mind i
0: was uh, <laughs> i was talking to uh ben a while back and it was before the whole open wheel madness was supposed to happen with three or five 305s and 360s at Cherokee. And I was mm-hmm. like, Would you try to double, double start? <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, I'll ride around the back of a couple laps and not get, not get killed. And then I'll come and
1: collect my purse money. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, it's not a bad, it's not a bad deal. Like I said, I mean, the more seat time, the better yeah. you get. So I, and here's the thing is I've done that before. Yeah. And, uh, it definitely, makes for a long night but you know the, the more you can be on the track the better it is but Ben, i can see ben tagging the back and riding the wall around me. <laughs>
0: Imagine like an all-star guy like Zeb Wise just sliding the shit out of Ben into and, and turn one and Ben just yeah. kind of half-pooping his pants, understanding what he's doing, and then pulling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny. Crazy. But, yeah, I, I just hope for the event they're able to pull in a decent amount of cars for the guys coming to Cherokee. I feel like uh, uh, I didn't keep up too much of it. It didn't seem like they had too much promotion really going into it, and uh, it would be cool to see some of those guys uh, – make it happen for this uh this upcoming I, yeah that's on halloween night uh it was originally supposed to be a ten thousand a to win with the xr working man series but now it's a 7500 oh. win with the new midi supers and i believe for that event two years ago it was just on sanction they had i think 19 supers 18 19 supers and then 12 sprint cars i believe oh wow yeah, I'm trying to remember some of the guys that were there for that. Yeah, I, I, felt, I, felt like it, I felt like it was pretty low on the sprint car side. Yeah, I, I mean, four big blocks, but that's why they're not bringing them back. But
1: uh, yeah. I, it's yeah, hard for I the mean, big that's blocks a, That's a here. tough deal to do right before the World Finals calls. Yeah, you know, it's just such a big deal that everybody just
0: prepares for it. And they extended it a day too. Correct. Yeah, yeah it's four days now instead of three. And I know last year um, for the Thursday, Friday, like, the early nights of the world finals week each series would have a night off so one night it'd be sprint cars late models and the next night it'd be sprint cars big blocks and then it would be big blocks late models uh Mm -hmm. stuff like that they'd shuffle it around so not everybody was getting like two more out and running four (laughs) straight nights at the same track and yeah. saving their equipment a little bit. But I they might be running all three series all four nights this year. I I'm I wouldn't hold me to it, but I think I remember seeing that a while back. I would have to search that up, but that yeah, it, with it, them extending miss Yeah, it is, Yeah, especially like, let's say you run <laughs> Cherokee Tuesday and you're probably running something that sat Friday, Saturday before. I don't know what'd be going on up north the week before. I don't know if Outlaws have a race. Obviously outlaws can't go go so because they have all their freebies and their yeah, platinum agreement uh, stuff that's too much um i don't know if you keep up with it but uh you have any opinion on uh high limit and any rumors about them buying the all-star circuit of champions or just any anything about high limit or what
1: you thought uh, i mean i read what everybody else is reading i guess um i've pretty much kind of hate to sound like this but that don't affect me. So, all okay. that. So, I feel yes. like that. Yes. So I mean, if it affected me, it'd be one thing. But like, when you have high limit and also like, I don't run them, so I,
0: okay, it,
1: I really don't pay attention to that.
0: Oh, I was just curious at how like clued in you're that type of situation. I get it. if it's not in your realm, not what not what you're focused on going yeah. fast or what's going on in your actual life, it doesn't really matter. So, <laughs> nah, like there. I follow the All Stars a little
1: bit, and that Zeb Wise, he's a uh, he's a good he's, he, he's a hell of a driver. Yeah. And and there and there's a lot of good drivers that are coming up and I I don't know if it if it's not my racing or world of outlaws, I I just kinda really don't I feel yeah get into it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I so uh, I feel like they had a good first season with uh, tracks and schedules catered to Kyle Larson and Rico and those guys to be able to have a strong thing. I honestly schedules gonna be catered to Kyle and Brad, like especially Kyle yeah, with yeah. him wanting to and run it mid midweek.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. I'm I'm kind of glad they're doing it because you know the more fans that we can get over to sprint car racing, the better it is. And Kyle and Brad and
0: it's awesome to see Joe Jr. up at
1: they, Yeah, they're doing they're doing a good job at it. But you know, I just I have a lot of other racing I I do, and like um I, I don't even have Dirt Vision or flow flow yeah. race and i don't have any of that so every all the news i get is just from what people send me True, and i'm like yeah that's cool
0: i feel like i i, feel, I, I like that i i like somebody that's kind of secluded like i wouldn't i don't know if it would really call it secluded but I, I i appreciate someone not really being like stuck on a social media like the rest of us <laughs> honestly nah, it's, it's kind of refreshing yeah, yeah. social media
1: sucks get off yeah. of it yeah,
0: well, not if you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's well, if you're gonna if you're gonna have any social media, you got to follow much on Dirt. <laughs> that's <laughs> or, right. Or if you're, gonna, yeah. you're only gonna have the podcast platforms, so that's all you need. Uh, you just need yeah. show. I'm kidding, but <laughs> yeah, I, I like <laughs> that. I like that take on it. They're, it, it just seems like every day there's something like every day something yeah, somebody's yeah, pissed back. off about something they want you to be mad about it too and it's back, just like, when I, back when I started
1: racing really hard with the 360s that's when social media started Facebook building up and it was um it just got to the point of where it was like I just want to race I don't really care care what people say but yeah you know but but of course you always get the screenshots and yeah. stuff like that and that's like cool what the biggest thing is i can't respond <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: you don't uh, want to see what happens then uh, uh, i, I yeah. see i see your brother runs a little twitter account for you guys post a little bit here and there but, but yeah, yeah yeah, he doesn't know social do media
1: bit. for both yeah. of
0: us yeah he'll he'll he takes he takes your allowance of social media <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah yeah that's all right. Yeah. do you have like any dream chat tra- dream tracks would be like on your bucket list you'd like to run out one day
1: um, that I would like to run at. Yeah, like any um, tracks you haven't
0: raced at that you would like man, I would like to run at that
1: track. I've never run Eldora or Knoxville, of course, would like to run there. Um I'd like to run the Devil's Bowl. Devil's Bowl would be really cool. That that's the
0: first time I've heard Devil's Bowl yeah. on the show. Every yeah. single person said Eldora. <laughs> yeah,
1: well I mean it's you know, Eldora. Williams Grove, Eldora. There's your standard, but my favorite tracks probably Volusia. Mm um whenever you can hold a sprint car wide open around volusia that's a that's a pretty good time
0: i've I always loved that track on the video game so some people don't like it they call it kind of like a flatter eldora but it doesn't feel like that to me
1: it really doesn't. Uh, i just it's it's a track that i went to when i was very young and um to finally get to race it i thought it was you know it's, it's pretty cool yeah. and just to be able to hammer down it's like man this is that's probably my favorite track so
0: that's awesome uh, I think that might be the first time somebody said Volusia as well so I, I like when people say you uni- in unique answers to that so if you're a guest coming on the show uh, eventually or you want to come on again c- come up with some cool <laughs> answers for your favorite tracks <laughs> or your like upcoming yeah. uh, like dream tracks or whatever
1: yeah it's you know you you get a lot of these guys and you know i understand it like i ran williams grove and i was like you know that was a that was awesome but um been to eldora several times with george and kkr and then a cool story about george and i is um we actually got to bring home the knoxville national trophies and checks and we so i've been out there to experience all that but never got to raise some tracks and then the devil bowls. just you know would be from the history side of things yeah
0: George uh, George kind of half mentioned but didn't want to go into a story at Rico's uh property out in California uh back in the day a couple of years ago probably you wouldn't tell me about it and I'm still wondering <laughs> Some yeah, some well, crazy he went, he didn't want to get into. <laughs> well, no, Rico, in I'm not allowed to talk. Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll bring around like a fifth of something with George one time. I'll pull it out of him. It won't come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you get you get me and George a fifth, and we'll we'll get you going. Now work with me, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it when you get the championship trophy uh, next Saturday at Sumter. Well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <yeah. laughs> you got any sponsors? Anybody you
1: want to thank before we get out of here? Um, you know, of course, thank my family, um, Brandon, dad, mom, all them. Laura. But, uh, you know, Rustic River Craftsman Foundation. You can tag him on Facebook, Matt Dotson. He does a lot for veterans. hmm and uh, he keeps him busy. He, he's up in, I believe King mountain King's mountain? or King, no, yeah. not Kings Mountain. King, North Carolina. King. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a good old guy. Aaron's trucking Aaron Gaddy, um, Brian Carter, Casey, Justin, just everybody, uh, spoon fed engines down in Florida, Moss engines, just everybody that it, it takes it takes so many people to make this car going. So yeah, it's just a lot of people. Probably gonna forget a few Williams Grading up in Asheville, Hector. They're, they're good they're good people.
0: Yeah. So Sounds like you got a good group behind you helping you get to the uh,
1: you and your brother get to the yeah. track and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's it's crazy to think that a little 305 team has so many people that look after it not necessarily touch the car but mm-hmm. you know helps you get up and down the road and, yeah. and that's a big thing too is you know getting up and down the road yeah 100 percent is and uh
0: yeah i want to thank you for coming on the show tonight and uh i'll see you at sumter in a week and a half and yeah i hope you have a good night and thanks for coming on the show Hi, man i really
1: appreciate it yeah no problem this is um this is probably one of the first podcasts i've done in three or four years that's awesome well well, i'll definitely have you on again i appreciate
0: you coming on i hope you guys enjoyed the interview with jake mcclain just uh, getting to know his point of view about a bunch of things and just life and carolina sprint tour and sprint car racing in the carolinas and uh hope to have him on later in the year even after he wins a championship or sometime next year He, he was a really cool guy to talk to but yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and get into this past weekend's results, starting with the King of Carolinas. I was at a Carolina Speedway for their KOC, then we'll get into the other KOC in just a little bit. But yeah, Friday night they had plenty of racing, including qualifying heats and dash for the Blue Ridge, Crown Vicks. They had uh, Hornets with a CA CIA division came into town again. But, yeah, let's just go ahead and tell you what they had going on. For qualifying for Blue Ridge, it was Alex Hendren at the top spot. And in the dash, it was Jesse Rocket passing him, and he started on the pole for their 50-lap main event on Saturday night. The top eight went as follows. as Jesse Rocket, Alex Hendren in second, Brandon Dockery in third, Timbo Mangum in fourth, Dan Brewer in fifth, sixth, Nathan Walker, seventh, Colt Smith, and eight was Colton Stanley in that 45C. And that's how they lined up the top eight. The rest of them was... Decided by Heats. Uh, I believe that 26 cars in that main event Saturday. We'll get in that in just a minute. With Sia, it was Caden Presnell taking home the victory. I believe he had his motor blue or something went after Radiator, possibly, after uh, he crossed the line. Second was Scott Cloninger. Third was Trent Blackwell. Fourth was Jonathan Surratt. And fifth was Brian Barfield. Finished up the night was Crown Vicks. Stephen Herring picking up the victory, but I believe Bundy Stowe was declared the winner in the Triple X Moonshine car. And that cool. is close to the line. It was 1,800ths of a second. That's a really close uh, difference to finish. Uh, behind them was Jonathan Surratt and Jason Ledford. They had a 13-car field in the Crown Vicks as well. Uh, we're going to go ahead and quickly jump over to night two of the KOC. I was doing much on location for this. Uh, my next race, I'll be at Sumter for the Carolina Sprint Tour Finale. First off, it was the Vintage Series having their 12-lap event, won by Jeffrey Wood in an 818. That is a pretty car. It really is. Second was Johnny Starkey in the 20. Third was Monk Gulledge in the one car. He was one of our doing drivers of the day a couple weeks ago. Uh, Ten cars, not too bad. They put on a good show, I feel like uh next up was the pro Fords, which if you saw the video on the Doomwitch uh social medias jason navy in the 48 went over for a tumble and turned to exit turn two i was in the right spot to get the video uh shout out to my boy alex of dirt and speed media not paying attention and getting them getting the video of them going down the back stretch. you'll see in the video him just standing there and i'm like pointing pointing at pointing. pointing at i'm trying to get him to pay attention but uh thankfully nobody got hurt there in that situation driver was okay and everything uh, but that main event was won by Bradley Weaver in the two. Second was AJ Barker. Third was Cody Barber. Fourth was Isaac Harris. And round top five was Jacob Kender. They had an 18 car field. Uh, looks like the only two that didn't get to make a lap was Navy in the 48 and McClure in the 0FG. I have a feeling what that stands for, but <laughs> Super Sportsman. Uh, other places like to call them street stocks, but the winner of that 20 lap event was Caleb McLaughlin. Second was Blake Bentley. Third was Ronnie Mosley. Fourth was Bailey Lofton. And fifth was Luke Eidson. They had eleven car field, including AJ Barker, and another one, Jeff Parsons. Johnny Persley even hopped in one of that number ninety-eight. That's that that that's honestly pretty cool. Open with Modifieds. That was one by Jeff Parsons, speaking of all people uh second was billy thompson third was chris stowe i like that 52 that's a sweet looking ride they had 13 cars it did not look like jesse rocket made any laps in the 537 open modified but yeah good race for those guys in the main event for blue ridge it was won by alex hendron who is now a two-time king of the Carolinas winner with blue ridge outlaws uh it was actually a 40 lap main event excuse me on that i forgot about that and yeah, he won the race by two seconds over Dan Brewer. Third was Scott Shirey. Fourth, Jonathan Henson. Fifth was Jesse Rocket. Sixth, Jeff Clark. Seventh, Johnny Pursley. Eighth, Colton Stanley. Ninth, ninth was the P18 of Aaron Weed. And finishing the top ten was Colt Smith and the Colt Forty Five. Twenty-one cars took the main event, and last place was Bryson Harper. Eighteenth, Jay Sesum. Sixteenth, Chris Smith. Fifteenth, Timbo. Fourteenth, Elliot Sanders. Our boy Nick Dietz, who was running the Banks Johnson 34, finished 12th. Dylan Watson, former driver of the day, in 11th. Uh, good race Rose good, good guys. Uh, good group of guys being able to see them run. Good to see our buddy Hunter Weaver. And uh, Renegade Sportsman was won by Jonathan Henson, but it seemed like Benji Knight took home the victory. I'm not too sure how all of that uh, ended up. I know Benji was declared the winner. Third place was Brandon Kennard. Third, ended up being third, I believe, was Jeff Parsons, and behind him was David Whitaker. That was a 12-car field. And final event of the night, I accidentally backed up, was the Thunder Bombers, which was also won by Benji. He doubled up. Benji Knight was your winner of that 15-lap race. Second was Cade Langley, and around top three was Grant Parr. They had 14 cards, including Justin Truett in 12th, uh, former driver of the day Aiden Massey in 10th, Drew Banks in 9th, uh, Tyler Parker in 8th, Hunter Funderburk in six, Travis Mosley fifth. Uh, good field for those guys. Uh, Carolina Speedway is quiet until the Thanksgiving Thunder with the Blue Ridge Boys back there in action uh, Thanksgiving weekend. I believe that's around the 25th, 26th. So Go check them out then. So we're going to head over to the other KOC. That was at Florence Speedway paying 10000 a win for the front wheel drives. They had 70 cars on hand, which that's a, that's a pretty good car count. I think that's about what they had last year. So we're going to go over their results from Friday night, from qualifying and their heat races and things like that. Your qualifying quick time was Andrew Smith in the underpowered number 62, and he won heat race one as well. Your other heat race winners were Brandon Dalton, Michael Trotter, Walker Wyndham, John Wyndham, and Blaine Ellis. The other cars that transferred in were Joey Kelly, Randy Wise, Joey Laws, Shannon Barnhill, Isaac Gibson, Corbin Dalton, which I believe he's the uh, youngest qualifier in the entire event. I believe he is 15, so shout out to him for that. That's really cool. Second was Josh Atkins in Heat 4. Third was Eddie McGrew. They transferred in. Chris Wise, friend of the show last week, uh, he got second in the six-pack behind John Wyndham. Third was Josh France. Sixth was uh, their transfers besides Blaine Ellis, were Chris Hillman Jr. and Kevin McCoy. So let's go over their B mains that they had on Saturday. uh, Lead up for the 40 lap event of the King of Compacts. Where are they at? There they are. Your B-Mains and transfer – your well, your B-Main winners were Dennis Atkins, Reed Christensen, friend of the show, and Austin Maples. B-Main uh, B 4 was won by Joseph Thompson. They had a non-qualifier race, which was won by our other guest last week, Jacob Todd. Congrats, to Jacob, on that win. But the winner of the 14th, I believe, king of the compacts from Guyton, Georgia, is friend of the show, Andrew Smith. Uh, awesome one for him. Uh, he finally got to take a crown home, and I'm, I was just really happy for him watching that race in the infield of Carolina with, uh, with uh, Greg and Alex. Uh, that was cool to watch. Awesome to see Andrew take it home. And coming from 27th to 2nd out, out of a B-main transfer was the winter freeze champion Brandon Gibson, Jr., At one of his home tracks, awesome to see him do that. Happy for him. And his buddy Brandon Dalton was third. Fourth was Eddie McGrew. Fifth, Newman Pressnell. Sixth, Reed Christensen. Seventh, Chris Hellman Jr. Eighth, Isaac Gibson. Ninth, Josh Adkins. And tenth was Walker Wyndham. Chris Wise finished 12th. His father, Randy, 14th. Corbin Dalton, 15th. Lee Hutchinson, 16th. Uh, Jerry Gibson Jr., 17th. Barnhill, 18th. Joey Kelly, 24th. John Wyndham, 26th. Michael Trotter had issues and finished 27th. And around the field was Josh France from Reynoldsville, Pennsylvania, finishing 28th in the 114. Awesome event for those guys. If you want to see the SEDRA, their next event will be at the end of October, I believe is the 27th and 28th, at Lakeview Speedway for the Beach Bash. Uh, they'll be having a pit party, concert, and it's going to be a good event. I can't wait to be there, see, see those guys there. Uh, I felt bad I had to miss King Comebacks. It was just a little too far for me and my situation right now. But yeah, hope to see it soon. Uh, so go up there next year for that event. Besides that, we had the Carolina Class Super Late Models. They had the Gibbons Memorial at good old Sumter Speedway, where I'll be at next weekend. And it was won by the Denver Dirt Slinger, Adam Yarborough um, I told people, I think I predicted it right. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Adam Yarborough won this. I know Ben was on the pole, but he'd been there. He'd been there strong, like had strong finishes in the last two super races there with Ultimate back in June and August. So I kind of had a feeling, and I'm happy to see Adam pick a win. He hadn't had one in a little bit. Second was Steve Benall. Third was Justin Mintz. Fourth, Corey Gordon. And fifth was Michael Marlowe. So very strong by the like the Eastern South Carolina guys doing a really good job there. Big Ben fell back to sixth. David Yandel, eighth. Kale Green, ninth. St- uh, Travis Stoner, tenth. Our boy Gray, 11th. He got in trouble with a lap car, unfortunately. He was running really strong. 14th was Matt Pridgen. 16th was Big A. 17th was Kevin Godwin. And round out the field was Mike Huey in the 4, finishing 19th. Not a bad feel for October, especially when you had Blue Ridge with more cars uh, farther up north. And I think that's about it. Oh, yeah, the East Lincoln Enduro. That was one by Eugene Vaughn, Jr. Little Eugene won it. Uh, shout out to him. He is 15 years old and won his first 150 lap enduro. That's awesome for him. And uh, East Lincoln has their fall finale coming up this weekend. And besides that, I know th- there's the big Thunder Bomber race, 6,000 to win at Traveler's Rest. You guys should go check out that race. But East Lincoln, they got a good two day show cooking up. And I'm going to get you guys those classes and what they got coming up for the fall finale. They're going to have the Renegades, Pro 4s, Thunder Bombers, Front Wheel Drive, Next Gen Kids, Powder Puff, LS Sprints, and Pierstock Stock V8. Let me pull up a little bit more of their information and get that for you guys real quick. Excuse me on that. Friday night is going to be 10-lap divisions and uh, ten lap heats in all divisions. The Animal Brown Band will be playing giveaways in the grandstands, and they will also be having a compact demolition derby. Saturday, Thunder Bomber, Renegade Pro Four. Will all be running for $1,000. Pure Stock V8 will be running for $1,100. LS Sprints will be running. Powder Puff and Next Gen will be $200 win. And Front Wheel Drive running for $500 win. That's going to be a really cool event, big event for those guys. They've always done some sort of uh, cool fall event, fall finale, fall brawl, all types of cool stuff like that. So you guys should go check them out at East Lincoln Speedway in Stanley, North Carolina. Uh, I was happy to see some of uh, my East Lincoln families past weekend at Carolina, seeing uh, Adam and Cody and all those guys, Steven. It was good to see them. I uh, hadn't seen them in about a year. But, yeah, I think that might be it for this week's episode. I'm trying to think of any of my series and other tracks are running. I know Cherokee Speedway is running next weekend. It's a, a world crown qualifier for some of their divisions. We'll talk about more of that next week and everything else going on. I appreciate you guys coming back to this episode. i got a big guest plan for next week, and I hope you guys stay tuned. Uh, don't forget to follow Do Much On Dirt on all social medias at D-U-N-E-W-I-C-H on Dirt. Um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, obviously Spotify, leave us a review. Apple, leave us a written review. I'll, I'll go over the reviews on here. And uh, if you guys have any questions for me to do like a little Q&A thing, you'd always use hashtag askdoonwitch on Twitter or anything. And I just appreciate you guys tuning in this week's episode. And I hope you guys have a good one. See ya. Uh, sorry, I, I thought you guys uh, probably thought the episode was over, but I forgot to go over the Carolina Sprint Tour results. That's my bad. I know I was missing something, but yeah. let's go over their two events at Traveler's Rest in Harris. Uh, for, again, I apologize about this, but – at Travels Rest, obviously, it was our boy today's guest, Jake McClain, picking up the victory. Second was friend of the show, George Laux, And second, third was Corey Hunsberger from Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Fourth was Richard Wisdo. Fifth was Brianna Lawson. Sixth, John Froschi. Seventh was Robert Tyler. Eighth was boss man, Sean Vardell. And ninth was our homie, Ben McCall. And then again, going over to Harris Speedway, get their results for that. I apologize for doing that. I knew it was something that... Well, uh, actually was listening back to the intro and said I was going to talk about it, and I didn't. So I had to get that out for you guys. I know you guys can just find these results, but I like telling you guys what is happening. So Saturday night, I believe it had a little bit more cars for Carolina Sprint Tour. Another 25-lap event won by Jacob. And second was George again. Third with a rebound was Ben McCall. Fourth, Robert Tyler. Fifth, Brianna Lawson. Sixth, Sean Vardell. Seventh was Richard Wizzo. Eighth, Corey Hunsberger. Ninth, George Blaney. Nice to see him back on the tour. Tenth was Josh Shantz from St. Agatha, Ontario. And around the field was John Frutchy in the 22 from Goose Creek, South Carolina. I apologize doing that stuff, but I uh, can't leave out my Carolina Sprint Tour guys on the results. And I will see you guys next week for the next episode, episode 48. Have a good one.